tuning in to uh, what is uh, now episode six of uh, the uh, Paterni Rugby Saddle Chat. Um, we, uh, we're actually a man down today, so the usual suspects, which is normally a panel of four, is down to three. Um, so it's, uh, it's myself. Uh, I've got um, the pleasure of having uh, two of the pillars of Paterni Rugby in Mark, Henry, Sexual Chocolate, Marcina. <laughs> And uh, Eugene, Bad News Brown Smith, uh, joining me today. But uh, we uh, we've, we've lost one of our panel today, um, and I'm just going to actually go to Fridge, uh, who's got a, a bit of an update, um, a bit of scandal, Fridge. Yeah, a bit of scandal hitting the village uh, over the last uh, week or so. Um, Hayden O'Toole, uh, also known as Hack, um, has been stood down for uh, he's, he's tested positive for testosterone boosters. Um, so we're just waiting for that B sample to come back and um, just also as general chat last week and lack of research really um, hindered um, the work we've been doing on, on cell chat uh, five. So uh, he's got a week to think about things and, and come back with a bit bit more of uh, some better mahi uh, next week. Thanks, Ez. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's quite, quite, quite unfortunate really. We, um, I think, you know, for most of us, you know, coming out of the lockdown, we've uh, slowly been building and, and sort of, you know, working uh, to, to really hit the pubs to running. It's just a shame the hat's gone the other way. And he, um, he really did sort of float in and out of our, our chat last week. So um, probably a good thing for him to take a week off and, uh, you know, build some confidence back up. And hopefully we'll see him back on the panel next week. Um, but look, it's, uh, three of us are going to carry the load this weekend. Um, so we're just going to quickly uh, move around uh, the panel and, and just check in on how the week was. So we'll, we'll actually start with you, Jen, and then uh, move back on to yourself. Bad news, Brown. Yeah, uh, yeah. the week's been good. Oh, hello, gentlemen, by the way. Um, great call on Hack. He's been on the nice for a while, mate. Um, so it's probably a good call that he just has a week off and hopefully reflect a bit and then come back better for it next week. Um, yeah, my week's been good. Um, same old, really, just still working from home. So just doing a bit of, bit of mahi or a bit of mai, as our uh, Jamie Freer would put it. Um, and yeah, but it's been good. The kids are back at school, so they've been putting me under a bit of duress as of late. Um, but but uh, now they've gone. I've got a bit more peace of quiet to get through with a, a bit of work now. So yeah, it's been, it's been good doing that. And yeah, a bit of catch-ups and catching up with the brothers last night as well, which was nice. So yeah, good week. Nice, thanks, Hugh. Um, what about yourself, Bridget? Yeah, thanks, Ez. Um, yeah, been a real good week. Uh, been working in and out of the office now. Um, been real busy there. Uh, good to see some of the workies, though. Um, still jamming those interviews on uh, Instagram Live. Getting real good feedback on that still and, and viewers coming through. Um, had the uh, Wheeler sisters come through, who were good chat. Um, also got to speak with Jerome Kino, who was man so down to earth and um, just real, real good dude. Eh? Uh, and, and it's good to hear that he's doing well over there in France. Um, about to plan some more interviews for the for the coming week. And um, just wanted to quickly also just uh, shout out um, to our, our viewers that, that jump on Instagram and especially our 
listeners that jump on our um, Spotify as well, getting a lot of messages and, and feedback of people enjoying them. And I went through last night and had a quick look. We're, we're over 54 kind of pods, uh, including Saddle Chat on there now. So uh, it's a lot of, a lot of content that, that we've been through, which was awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, and then last night, real big highlight to, um, to come through and, and uh, catch up with yourselfies and, and huge uh, for dinner. And I uh, got to watch an old um, uh, rugby, Tony rugby match there, which hopefully we'll get online. Uh, but that, yeah, that was a special highlight for the week. Nice. Thanks, uh, thanks boys, for sharing that. Um, yeah, before I sort of um, share a little bit about my week, um, just to let the listeners know, we had uh, Fridge and Huge pop, pop, uh, pop out to um, out to Whitby here in Pūrirua uh, for a bit of a catch-up last night, which was good. We uh, we got to talk um, more um, uh, crap as we as we've done over the last couple of months on uh, Spotify, and um, and we, we got a chance to uh, to, to relive the 2001 uh, Premier debut for a young Eugene Smith, 18-year-old out of Whanganui, um, when they played West. So awesome to turn the, the clock back and and uh, and, and watch uh, you just debut but also see some of the um you know some of the Petonia legends running around in that in that game which was uh, which is awesome so awesome to catch up with the boys um and uh yeah and get some uh, get some man hugs uh, in which have been uh, duly missed over the last month and a bit mm-hmm. um yeah so uh, so awesome and in terms of my week it was uh, pretty much more of the same really just a, a bit of money here and there and um yeah, was able to get into the limb centre and get fitted for uh, my new prosthetic. So um, hopefully we'll be back on my feet next week. So looking forward to that. And can't wait. Um, so uh, so some good news um, in our household anyway. Um, before we carry on, boys, uh, thanks for sharing the, the news on your week. We um, This pod uh, would like to uh, acknowledge... Pick and Save Tony will be sponsoring our pod. So thanks uh, to the crew out of Pick and Save for... Uh, for what you do, not only for the rugby club but the community as well, and uh, and also helping to club out um, with uh, with any of our needs, which is awesome. So we appreciate that and look forward to uh, our uh, long relationship that we've um, had over the years going forward. Shot packing, uh, boys. We'll get crack. We'll get uh, we'll get cracking. We've got a bit of agenda today. Um, I reached out to the boys earlier in the week and shared the agenda, so they had a bit of homework to uh, to, to to rush us through uh, over the last few days. So we'll uh, we'll look forward to a. Um, hopefully uh, an interesting uh, schedule today. We'll get some nice, robust uh, conversations uh, going on and a, a bit of debate. And um, uh, and, uh, but before, uh, a couple of icebreakers I thought would uh, just to set the scene. So um, uh, I've got a couple here, as seen as uh, we've got um, a couple of, uh, of our family here. So I'm going to start with you, Jenny, we want to fridge. Uh, so first question, uh, they're both would you rather questions. So, uh, huge um, question for you. Would you rather have unlimited un- unlimited international first-class tickets uh, to shows or uh, concerts or uh, uh, musicals, for example, or never have to pay for food at restaurants? Oh, oh that's a good one. Jeez. Tricky. Tricky. Um, yeah, I'll probably go the, the concerts, to be fair. Um, nice. sort of international concerts I think yeah um, having that opportunity to sort of experience different things and uh, be able to get that with not having to pay for anything then yeah that, I think that would be yeah the easy winner whereas a restaurants are a big fan of restaurants and eating 
um, but you know, I can you can sort of still still get that if you really wanted to. So yeah, I'll definitely go the uh, the first one. Yeah, that's a good call, Joe. If I went for the latter, I would plummet um, severely. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably good call. What about yourself, Richie? You're a man who loves, uh, you know, uh, loves to get involved in a bit of culture, um, you know, extracurricular activity. Yeah, uh, you'd probably think that I already had uh, access to free meals at restaurants. Uh, there, <laughs> with the way I ate through lockdown. Um, but the opportunity to have unlimited tickets to either internationals or uh, gigs, just that music. The music talks to me the most, bro, so I'd, I'd love to go to gigs. And, interesting fact, I've, I've never been to an internet, or oh, to an All Blacks game, so I'd love to get along to an All Blacks game. Um, just mate, those ticket prices are crazy, eh? Well, sorry, sorry to your work is, but uh, maybe someone out there might, might want to take me along sometime, get, get the Saddle Chat boys down to a game. Um, but yeah, definitely the gigs. Nice. Um, we'll make that happen, bro, around the All Black Test, don't you worry. <laughs> um, next question, we'll start this time with Fridge and then move on to Huge. Um, Fridge, would you rather travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget? Or stay only in stay in only one country for a year but live in luxury. That's a great question, yes. Um, and I'm probably going to go the shallow route here and uh, go the luxury um, um, thing. I was thinking, man, it'd be cool to experience all those countries on a shoestring budget. But um, man, how often would you get to live in luxury? You know. Uh, mate, I'm just going to bust that out. Parties, parties every week. Um, finest food, finest alcohol, uh, finest people. And um, yeah, that's me, quite shallow. Nice, Fridge. What about yourself, Fridge? Uh, you? Um, yeah, I'll, I'm probably going to have to agree as well. Um, <laughs> mainly based on the fact uh, that I've travelled over to places, obviously, with having an English partner. Um, we've travelled traveled over to England, and while we've got there and spent all our money on tickets and had no money, we've probably lived that sort of shoestring budget. And it's, it's always nice to have a bit of money to be able to go out and do things. So, yeah, I'll probably park up, depending on the country, um, but park up in one country and just live that luxury life for the year. I think I'll, I'll definitely go for that. How about yourself, Is Well, those same two yes, questions. I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to have to agree with you both, uh, uh, with both questions. The first one, um, yeah, like, like I alluded to, uh, uh, food is uh, my weakness, and um, I would, I would, I would uh, be out of control pretty quick and smart. So um, I'd, I'd probably lean towards uh, getting along to uh, some shows and musicals and concerts and the like, um, without having to, uh, to, to dip into the pocket. So I'll go with that option. And then secondly, um, yeah, probably that luxurious lifestyle for a year I'd probably lean towards. Um, obviously, we've got everything here in New Zealand and um, there's still a lot of the country we haven't seen yet. So uh, if you've got a bit of, bit, of, bit of money in the bank, it'd be nice to get out and uh, do a bit more around our beautiful country that is Aotearoa. Thanks, boys. Uh, we've, uh, we've broken a bit of ice there and, and nice to hear your thoughts on that. We're going to move into a couple of questions that I fired out for you earlier in the week um, before we move on to... Um, onto the big piece for the day, but I have three questions for you guys. Um, we'll start with Fridge uh, this time around. Um, I just wanted you to, to touch on your favourite All Black Test win. Yeah, uh, thanks, Is. Uh, Mark Henry here. Um, 
just wanted to, uh, I, I want to say two notable ones. And, and first is just any clutch win that the All Blacks do. Always just so satisfying when, um, when, when they do that. Uh, the second one is uh, the, the game dubbed the greatest game ever played. Um, I think that was in uh, Sydney, uh, possibly. Um, and that was cool. Come back and won the greatest tries, um, three tries at the start of the game. It was unfortunate that I think they came back and beat us in maybe Wellington the following week with the John Eels kick. Um, but the game that takes the cake for me, I think it was a game in Dunedin. Um, it was going tip for tap. Ozzy scored with maybe like four-ish or maybe more, five minutes on the clock. And bro, they were celebrating like they'd done it. Man, um, their bench was up. Uh, and then we come through, was it the Fikitoa try? Maybe? Uh, Nah, Bowden Barrett. It's when they done that short. They done a short kickoff, and Kieran Reid, yeah. I think, got up and knocked it back. And then there was a couple of phases, and Scott Barrett gave a little tip off, and then yeah, yeah. But that's what I love the most is um, when teams think they have it, especially the Aussies. Man, they always celebrate too early, yeah. uh, and then we come back and took it, and yeah, that's my favourite game. Nice, Rich. Uh, it's funny. Um, we've we've won some clutch ones. The Fifty Tour one you alluded to was a a win at Suncorp yeah. uh, in Brisbane, um, and then Sadie took that conversion. And, and the Bodie one in Dunedin, again, that was a TJ to Rito, and then I think Bodie on the inside. So nice to get some clutch wins because the Aussies did that to us for a number of years in the early 2000s. Uh, mm. Talks like Gifu, uh, I think maybe Matt Burke, uh, John Eels in Wellington. So, yeah, and I totally, totally agree with you, and, uh, and that's a good memory. So um, nice work there, Pridgey. Uh, what about yourself, Huge? Yeah, I've got a couple as well. Um, I remember when I was a young fella in the first uh, test, test Series win in South Africa in uh, 96, I think it was. Um, I remember getting up for that and just um, seeing after they won and guys like Sean Fitzpatrick and the guys just slumped on the ground just in absolute exhaustion. Um, you know, they were, um, yeah, that, that was quite a memorable one as a young fella. Um, and yeah, ever since I've sort of got a English partner, I've, I get quite a lot of banter from her side of the family whenever we play England. So it used to be the Aussies I used to love beating, but ever since that, any time we get up over England, um, it's pretty, pretty good because I know that if we don't, some like uh, the semi-final last year, I don't stop hearing about it for a while. But yeah, my favourite, definite favourite test of all time, test win, um, was that 2000 um, game. game. Um, just because at that time I was actually on a school tour, um, first 15 tour over to Australia. And we had gone into this pub. I think I might have spoken about this in the earlier Saddle Chat, but we went into this um, like this, this pub. Um, the whole team were in there watching that game. And like just unreal um, situation. Like those first few games, few few tries, sorry, Tunner getting that intercept. And um, yeah, just looked like Kiwi's going to run away off it. Then the Wallabies come back with some quick fire tries as well. Then it was just so evenly poised. And like when the Aussies got up on us, everyone in that bar that we were at, was just giving it to us like we're only like 18 year olds they were just absolutely ripping into us and then when Jonah scored that last try we just turned around I remember us 18 year olds were like pulling the fingers at these old men in these pubs and stuff like yeah get that up here and our, our sort of teachers slash coaches had to tell us to calm down and pull our heads in and stuff but yeah that one was yeah really memorable love that one so that, that was a school team that went went to the pub did you say yeah we're 18 mate we're 18 it's all right just checking that Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe already, 
We've already lost Hector. We've already lost Hector. You, we, we don't want to be. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to be opening an investigation. Um, oh, because someone has to be. Someone has to be held accountable there. Um, thanks, guys. Awesome memories. Um, I, this was really tough for me. Uh, I mean, I could have probably gone. You know, probably you know, maybe touched on about fifty uh, All Black wins. But the mm. one that I, um, the one that really sticks out was two thousand and eleven um, Rugby World Cup semi final. Um, be the Wallabies. I think we won twenty to six, um, and it was just the the magnitude of that win. Um, but also the Wallabies were were, were humming as well, and um, they beaten us uh, through that tournament um, in Brisbane. And I remember Rito uh, was injured there, and then he missed the first three games of World Cup, and and time to run in time for Canada. Uh, but that win yeah, over the Wallabies um, in two thousand and eleven at Eden Park, um, you know, Quaid was. Um, a marked man, um, but made our back three, uh, Kahui, Mills, or Izzy, sorry, and uh, and CJ on the other wing, uh, the bomb squad, they just, uh, yeah, basically, um, yeah, the, and then obviously Jerome's tackle on, on Digby, so mm. just the magnitude of that win, but to back it up a week later as well, uh, because obviously, as we've seen in the World Cups, you know, you can fire one week and then fall over the following week, so um, yeah, that win for me really sticks out, um, and the fact that obviously Richie, you know, with the, the foot injury, uh, which we didn't realise till years later how serious it was. I mean, it's just, it's unfathomable to, to, to really think, you know, how he was able to manage that. So, um, uh, great to see the GOAT uh, do what he did, you know, with, with very, uh, very much uh, little to no training that week of fire um, at, on that day was awesome. So, um, yeah, some great, uh, great memories there, boys. Thanks for that. Um, the, the next question I, I, uh, I sent out was um, if you had the, uh, opportunity, uh, or you were able to bring an NRL star um, to the village this year, um, who would that be? Um, and I know, um, you know, between the three of us, we're really keen on our lead, uh, followed it for a number of years, and, and I know you two both follow um, that disgraceful club that is the Warriors. <laughs> Up the um, Warriors. So, yeah, so, yeah, this year. Uh, yeah, but. Um, I, I just thought I'd, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that, and, and this time we'll start with you. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, good question. I mean, there's a multitude of people that could love to have at the village playing and would really take to rugby quite well. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a split between two young up and coming forwards. Um, but I've gone in the end. I've gone for David Fafita uh, from the mm. Broncos. Um, it was a mix out of him and Payne Huss, but. I went for the Queenslander, mighty Queenslander. So, went for David Feeder. Um, I just think he'll just be outstanding in the rugby union. Um, whether where I play him, I, I wouldn't have a clue. Whether you put him like a Sonny Bill or a Ben Teo that in the midfield, or you just have him running off the back of a scrum, I don't know. But I just think he's just his explosiveness, his skill set, speed, and everything. And I've gone for a younger option as well because if he does come to Village, hopefully get a few years out of him as well. So yeah, my my pick would be uh, David Feeder from the Broncos. And a mighty Queenslander. Yeah, it's a great pick. I mean, yeah, being a Queenslander is, is, is obviously his biggest downfall, but outside of that, he's, a, <laughs> he's, a, he's an absolute superstar. And um, I, I've never really been a, ba- a fan of the Broncos, but um, I've got to say, the young brigade they've got through, like you alluded to, uh, for Peter. For Peter. You know, Katoni, Katoni Staggs um, yeah. made some stars, so uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see Peter running out. Jordan Cahoo. <clears throat> Yeah, Jordan Cuddy, yeah, Shout absolutely. Out to George. Yeah, young, yeah, young Jordan Cuddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so good, good, nice, nice, huge. Um, pretty, 
Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. It's, um, yeah, I, I was going to say David Fafita. Uh, didn't realise he was a Queenslander, so he's been scratched off my list. Uh, one notable that I did want to mention, uh, I know he's left at NRL now, but I was huge on James Maloney, bro. Like, um, he was so, so skillful. Uh, great, great New South Welshman. Um, he really made a difference in that team. And, bro, tell me someone who's had a bigger impact in every team that he's played in um, at all the clubs. Uh, won a couple of championships. And I reckon he'd, he'd be good at rugby, bro. Well organised, big voice. Uh, got the skills, but um, the, the the person I've gone with uh, is just a terror on the field, bro. Just runs with absolute gay abandon. Uh, is Jason Salmololo. Uh Like, bro, you can put him anywhere in the park and just tell him, oh, just run, make the yards, make some tackles, play him at, play him at prop. You probably go right. Yeah, bro. Um, so yeah, just definitely uh, Taumalolo. 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 Nice, Fridge. Um, mate, what, 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 that would be amazing if we saw either of uh, David Spencer or Jason Tomalua come to the village. I've actually, um, along the lines of both your destructive all-running players, um, and being a Panthers man, um, I went with Billy Yumby Kicker, a uh, big fan of Big Billy. Um, uh, Clyde has traded up at uh, North Queensland, and then the Panthers snapped him up, and he's been an absolute revelation since. And he's only going to get bigger and better. I mean, imagine him running at number six for our Premier team. It would be unreal. Mm. Um, just destructive ball in hand, um, you know, for a Premier on the paddock. Uh, hits hard. Um, and and also, you can use him as a decoy. You know, he'd easily uh, be able to suck in two or three defenders at a time. So, Billy yeah. is my man. And I've got a, a special mention uh, to a guy who actually started in Union. Uh, so, Roger Tuivas, Chef. Mm. Um, you know, like Caelan uh, Ponga. Angus Clarkson, um, Ken Murray, these guys who were superstars um, at, at college or high school level in, in Union before the, the rival coach uh, took them across. But Keep obviously, we'll see what Roger can do. Yeah, yeah. We'll see yeah, what I'm, can do. I'm surprised um, you didn't pick two Panthers, mate. Like, I knew you were going to pick someone from the Panties, man. <laughs> Jeepers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, really yummy for man. But yeah, Roger, Roger gets um, a big shout out. I mean, you also need to bring him back to Union. Um, but just one thing on Roger that I heard uh, at the Warriors, um, his load and his training ethic is so good and so full outside of the training pattern that when he gets to training, they've actually got to strip it back and stop him from running. He, he just covers so much uh, real estate, you know, in his own time, in his own rules, his extras and that, that um, his, in terms of the GPS, they track he. He's just doing too much training, so they've actually got to cut it back. So that is it along with the fact that, you know, his, you know, his exuberance, his cap, um, his energy, um, he's extremely rambunctious. Um, and, mate, what a, what a, what a steal he'd be for, uh, for the village. Yeah, big load. Definitely big load there, guy. Thanks, boys. Gee, some, uh, some real superstars we've just, uh, we've just uh, thrown out there. The last... Person, um, was your favourite cross-code sports person, female or male? Uh, so obviously someone who's exceeded in, in, in two, three, four, multiple sports. Um, so this time around, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to you. Okay, cool. So I've actually gone for two. So I've gone international and local. 
Um, so the first international person of or sports person I've gone for is sometimes known as the greatest athlete ever, um, and that's Bo Jackson. Um, so mm. Bo knows. Um, He's the only person to ever be an all-star in, in two sports, um, being NFL and baseball. Um, was drafted by both NFL and baseball teams when he left um, college and picked up the Heisman Trophy as well in um, America College American Football. So, And also branched into other things like film and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, my international um, cross-code is Bo Jackson. And, I, and I've watched his documentary. And, yeah, it's pretty amazing just how someone can, be, can excel in just a couple of sports, not just sort of take part, but actually excel um, was quite crazy. And it's just, it's just a freak, absolute freak. Um, so I've gone for him and my local, um, and I've gone so local as in Petoni is Andy Leslie. Um, so with Andy, we all know all his uh, credentials, you know, all, all black captain and things like that. But um, he also played um, softball for New Zealand. Um, I think water polo for New Zealand. And he also got selected to play for New Zealand in basketball, but then got injured or something got caught off and he didn't quite make it to the World Cup. So um, having someone like that that played over multiple sports and representing your country in sort of four different sports is pretty unreal. So, yeah, that's my couple of play, uh, sports people. Nice. Thanks, huge. Uh, Bridgie. Uh, thanks, Ez. Um, I guess I'll, I'll ruffle off some quick names, kind of the easier ones in SBW, uh, Mape, John Kilman, Mark Ellis, uh, kind of cross codes there. Easy cross from rugby to league. Uh, I wanted to mention uh, Hussein Bolt, who went from uh, sprinting over to soccer, trying to make it in uh, football, soccer. Um, Michael Jordan, obviously, uh, basketball to baseball. And apparently he was quite handy. He had handy stats in uh, baseball. But the guy I wanted to go with, bro, is um, Jared Hayne, who went over to American football. Uh, he went quite deep, bro, for a guy coming out of league. I reckon he went deeper than um, Valentine Holmes. He, he actually got to play quite a few games. He's got a highlights reel on, on YouTube. Uh, it's not, not easy, bro, not an easy transition and uh, not easy to learn that game as well. Um, so Jared Hayne gets it for me hands down. There's probably other better suitors out there, but um, not the easiest of transitions there for Jared Hay. Nice. Another nice. Blues man. Yep. Let's go. Love that. Love that. Up the Blues. Like that bridge. Oh, do some uh, some quality uh, athletes here you both, you, you both, uh, you both named there. Um, mm. Bo Jackson and, and Jared Hay, um, along with Andy, uh, the, the local legend that is Andy Leslie. Uh, shout out to uh, to, to Andy. Um, I uh, yeah, again, there were a few names that popped up, but I I, I sort of settled on one, and uh, and I've gone with Big, Big Brad Thorn. Um, nice. so Queenslander, yeah, as we know. Yep. Um, unfortunately, again, his own his only his only downfall. Um, Brad, uh, as we know, um, played to the highest level in both rugby union and rugby league. Um, but I just love the fact that uh, he was able to come back and forth between both sports uh, with relative ease. Um, also, in terms of his position, so obviously we can we can have uh, backs that can move between both both sports and, and probably take pretty pretty easily to uh, to both. But for Brad, who was playing at prop or second row in rugby league, 
and then moved to rugby union and obviously played majority of his career in the second row at lock. Um, just the, the, you know, the, 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 you know, the techniques in terms of um, everything really, yeah, you know, and playing rugby at the, at the highest level, um, to be able to, to master that. Um, and then if you look at his resume, his run sheet, the championships that he won is a, is a mark of the man. And um, so Brad got my, my vote, obviously, um, you know, we're speaking about Bo Jackson, uh, the likes of Herschel Walker, um, you know, Sonny Bull. So, um, Deon, yeah. So Deion Sanders. Yeah, Deion Sanders, another one. So, um, Jeff Wilson, did you mention some... Jeff uh, Fritchie? No, I didn't. Yeah. Wasn't a fan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so, uh, so, so, yes, yeah, so I've gone with, uh, with, uh, with Brad Thorne. So, um, he's, uh, he's my cross-code uh, sports person that I that probably um, admire the most. Hey, Izzy, um, I, I mentioned it before, but imagine, you know, it was great, awesome Brad Thorne in that um, playing lock, as you said. Um, it's a bit different than just moving into the, into the backs. So I would love it to see a league player convert to rugby and play prop. I reckon that'll be the ultimate. Because having such a specialist yeah. position as a front rower, um, how good would that be? That would be probably the, the ultimate cross-code yeah. person out there that can just, transition to playing prop. Yeah, that'd be mobile, absolutely devastating with mm. the ball, real dynamic. Um, just yeah, it's hard hard learning how to scrum when you haven't scrummed before. You know that's the biggest thing. Like we've we've seen some naturals bro come in and kind of learn. Like even do you remember? Um, were you down there usually at the club when uh, I think Lardy was trying to do some scrums with the Waikiki boys that, that were going to Hawaii and we had to check he had to check Rampage in, in the front row. Yep. And after a couple of times, like you could slowly see his technique get better, his back get straighter, his legs kind of get into a more natural, strong position. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just getting guys in like that. Like, can you imagine Rampage playing prompt, bro? Like, that'd be oh, insane. Yeah. Mate, I've, I've got, still got video footage of that. Eh? I might have to try and post that up. Um, wasn't was a bad technique, to be fair. Mm. Nice. Oh, awesome boys! No, it's awesome. Uh, some some really good uh, good chat there. Um, very uh, notable uh, uh, sports people that you've shared and uh, and memories on your uh, favourite All Black uh, test wins, along with some um, some stars that we'd like to bring to the village. So, uh, well done, boys! Nice, awesome, uh, awesome chat so far, boys. Um, yeah, so we've uh, we've obviously gone through a couple of questions so far, but the main piece of our uh, of our episode, I guess, today was. Um, I wanted uh, I wanted us to go back to constructing our some Wellington Club 15s again. Um, so our, our our one and I guess well our most recent one we uh, we constructed our 15s, but we sort of reached out to um, our favourite players or the best players that we felt um, were in those positions over the last two decades. Uh, we're, we're going with uh, Wellington 15s again, but they're actually going to be all different. Um, so. Fridge, I went out to Fridge and he's going to name his Wellington Club 15 based on uh, some all-stars out of the Hutt Valley region. Uh, so obviously the premier clubs that are out in the Hutt and obviously Upper Hutt were included here, but but obviously the likes of Avalon, Wainui, Huddle Boys, Marist and Petone. So over the last decade, or if we needed to uh, venture further far afield, uh, so Fridge was given uh, the task of compiling his 15 from the Hutt. Huge, uh, uh, I asked to um, compile a, a Wellington Club 15 made up of what I called schoolboy stars. So guys who had obviously, um, you know, kind of come through the, the years in high school and 
obviously coming into Cup Footy to make that step up. Um, you know, kids that, that came with a, a, a bit of a bit of a rep and um, and obviously some, uh, some some a fair, a fair bit of rep footy in them. Um, you know, coming on to the to the Premier uh, or, or Club Rugby scene, um, which is always something we all look forward to every year. Uh, so so Bridges, uh, sorry, Huge was going to come up with a schoolboy stars fifteen. Uh, unfortunately, Heck uh, was unavailable today, but he had a, he had a fifteen of his own to. To, uh, to come up with. We, we might uh, touch on that uh, at a later stage. Uh, my 15, um, I was um, going to name a Wellington Club 15 made up of players who played for multiple clubs, uh, two or more clubs. So we've got a, a number of players who played for two clubs and then there's a few that have played for three and there's even players who played for four. So um, that was a wee bit of a task but something I, I, I really enjoyed compiling. So um, we're going to give the opportunity now to, to go around and name our, our 15s, but we're going to start with our forward bats. So, um, Bridge, uh, we'll, uh, we'll let you kick things off uh, with your Hutt Valley All-Stars 15 forward bat. Yeah, thank you very much, Yes. Um, and firstly, I'd like to start by apologising to Upper Hutt and uh, Avalon for my limited knowledge on, on your kind of All-Stars. I'm sure... Um, they're way more than, than I might mention, um, and, a, and a lot better players that probably deserve to be in an All-Stars team. Um, but so I'll go ahead and name one anyway. Uh, there's at least one from each club anyway, uh, I think. Uh, maybe by Eastbourne. Apologies to Eastbourne also. Uh, but so I'm, I'm going to start with um, my front row. And uh, although one of these guys plays for Wainui, he's my upper heart representative still. Um, and I've tried to go on with, like later on in the list, I've tried to go with guys who haven't played too much international or maybe rep, big rep footy. Uh, my notable for my first prop is Gups, uh, who represented Upper Hutt and Petone, um, but is under Upper Hutt on this list. But uh, my first prop goes to Justin Barr, um, who's kind of done it all. Um, more to my selection is kind of guys that give service to the club. And we all know we've mentioned him before in our list. He gets um, he gets that. Number two is probably someone that um, hasn't really been selected on our list uh, for a hooker before, and doesn't really get good mention, uh, even though he is one of the um, you know big hookers of, of our time and uh, of the Hutt Valley. So Eugene Smith, uh, Eugene Henry Smith gets our uh, hooker position. Sympathy vote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Number three, our uh, tight head prop was an interesting one. I know Tank has been uh, mentioned a lot uh, on our lists, but for the sake of sharing around the clubs, he doesn't make my all-star. He'll probably be on the bench, maybe. Um, but uh, I wanted to name someone who's kind of the, the quintessential prop. Um, he's uh, got, you know, strength, skills, power, speed. And I've named them before, but it's uh, Simon from Huddle Boys. Um, it's just, he's someone that I looked up to when I was at at Hutt's, um, just his, his strength was uncanny, bro. And the calf muscles on the guy, unbelievable. Um, my two locks, uh, notables, I've got in there Bushy, um, Bevan Clark from Wainui, Aquilo from Avalon. Uh, but the two guys that get my locking positions are Stephen Bradshaw, big uh, Badger, and Jason uh, Gopal from uh, Avalon as well. Um, he's, he might be the oldest on the list, but I wanted to make sure everyone was represented there. Um, moving on to our, our loose forward trio, 
and uh, I've gone cheeky in because Martin Karawana played the back end of last year at six, and apparently he done really well. Uh, so he gets a special mention. Belong Pedro Peaches gets a special mention there. Uh, we've gone. With, I've gone with Sean at six out of Wainui, uh, and I believe he's playing maybe over in France at the moment. Uh, he did play Bay of Plenty as well. Uh, my sevens special mentions go out to Scott Waldrum, Jason Risden, uh, and Greg Lealofi. Uh Greg almost tipped um, the position there for me, but like has to go to one of the biggest club battlers out there that was late in making it, and that was uh, Mutz. Mutz gets that seven. But just those, there's four sevens there, bro. Any one of them could be in that all-star team. Uh, number eight, my notables were Matt Time out of uh, Harold Boys, Ben Torpola from Wainui, and Thomas Waldrum out of Avalon. Um, Thomas Waldrum almost got it for me, but what tipped the hat for me was watching that game last night. Um, Dan Ferrani, bro, he was different to other number eights. When everyone was a big ball running number eight, he had skills, he had speed, he had vision. Uh, not always um, execution, as, as we saw last night. Joe Collins would be a bit filthy on that replay. But Dan Ferrani gets my number eight position um, as a club battler. That, and he played a century of games before leaving to go overseas. Played a whole lot of club games, and that doesn't happen often anymore. So that's my eight for one of the Hutt Valley All-Stars boys. Comments? That's uh, that's awesome, uh, awesome, pretty. Um, I mean, you know, we uh, we're lucky. Obviously, we're 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 born and well raised in the hut, and uh, and obviously we 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 get to know a lot of these guys. Um, you know, albeit we're at rival clubs, but it's awesome. You you um you know we can acknowledge and name guys who who gave so much service to the club. Not only the you know the, the legendary uh, villages that you've uh, you've mentioned, guys who played over a hundred games like the the likes of Eugene, Max, and and, uh, and Dan, um, but other guys like Jason Goble, who just toured away for Avalon. Mm. Um, you know, JV obviously across both clubs, Upper Hutt and Wainui, and and you know, Jack Risen, who you mentioned as well, with uh, the work that the Eagles. So um, awesome. I mean, you know, you'd you'd, you'd have um, you'd have a, a a bit of intel on a lot of these guys you would have played with and, and against. Yeah, yeah. I think as noted previously, I think there's not too many people out there I haven't played against. Um, yeah, I think those selections are pretty spot on. To be fair, um, apart from that hooker, is a bit, bit debatable. But um, yeah, it must, be, it must feel good to finally make a team, mate. Oh, mate, finally get selected. It might have been a bit of a sympathy vote, uh, you know, because <laughs> I've sort of made noise the last few weeks about being left out. But you know, it's appreciated, mate. Awesome to be included. Um, I might have looked at someone like uh, I know you went for more people that have given service to their clubs, but obviously there's someone guys like uh, Masafa Amor or James O'Reilly that are uh, up there as well. Mm. Um, but no, mate, appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, um, solid team. A lot of good names in there. Guys like Jason Gobel who played a multitude of games and guys like um, notable mentions like Gups and that, they played 100 games for two different clubs, which is pretty pretty rare. And JV obviously is um, obviously gone to give that service to club keeps giving a service I still don't know if he's still retired yet he'll probably say he's retired this year but then strap those boots on again um, but yeah I I, I, don't, I can't think of anyone else I'd probably name him there so I think you've hit it hit it spot on there yeah I guess like you could have gone pure all-star and named you know Asafo Amor oh, yeah. James O'Reilly um, and just like all those big guys but man they, to be honest they get enough acknowledgement and stuff mm. 
I, I like to say to one another. It's almost like a club, club uh, it's almost a merger of all stars and hacks list of, of club battlers. So, yeah. nah, I'm, I'm quite happy with that team and, and giving these boys an acknowledgement. Yeah, pretty fun coming up with these names, though. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work, Bruce. Love, love your work. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, let's move on to, to you. So, you have the task of uh, compiling a, a schoolboy stars. 15 so um let's hear about your pack yep so yeah for for this i had to limit my search a bit because i was looking thinking of people that had sort of big reps at school that come through but if i went back too far in the years it probably yeah it was really hard to select a team so i've selected a team of people that were schoolboy stars from 2000 onwards so they're at school from 2000 um one of uh, and saying that one of the biggest schoolboy stars i i know about and I used to hear about him when I was in Wanganui as a youngster they they used to talk about this guy playing rugby and he was just like a man amongst boys now it's Jerry Collins um, who was out of St. Pat's Town um, and obviously went on to play for Norse um, and a legend um, the late great Jerry Collins so yeah I, I used to hear stories I think my brother older brother Corey used to play uh, he was similarish um, age to him and he used to go away to like age grade competitions and they'll come back and say oh he is this Jerry Collins guy and he literally was just bullying bullying the rest of the kids on the field and he was just he was just absolutely just running 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 at will um just for a whole team so um notable mention to him but because he was in that school in the 2000s I've um yeah limited my search a bit so um without further ado uh my team so at Lucid Prop um a lot of names I could have thrown in there um guys like Solomon Sakalia, Vince Sakuraya, um, even Adrian Baroni, who out of fielding high, played for NZ Schools, um, and then on to West and then Petoni, um, number of games for Petoni, Xavier Numia. Uh, but as my lucid prop, I've gone for um, a guy that's now um, unfortunately had to retire due to concussion, uh, a good man off the field as well. A lot of my teams I picked, I, I know them off the field and they're, they're good men, and that's uh, Reg Goodies. Um, he had a couple of years, so he moved over from South Africa, went to Wellington College. Um, and had a couple of years in the NZ Secondary Schools team, so done a done a double there. And um, I, I remember actually going to watch him. So being at collegiate, we used to play the quadrangular tournament against uh, Wellington College, Christ College, and Nelson College. Um, and I remember going to watch a game um, at Wellington College when they were there and watching us. And I just remember seeing this young, stocky uh, prop um, and just his mobility around the field, like he was everywhere, like another loose forward. And I just remember seeing him at school saying, this, that, that kid's really good. And then, lo and behold, sort of come to fruition and um, obviously made those NZ schools team and then gone on to obviously represent the Lions and, and Hurricanes and probably unlucky not to actually get a, a black jersey as well. So, um, yeah, Reg Goodies um, out of Wellington College. Um, for my hooker, again, mentioned a couple before. So, Suffol, um, Amur was in there. Um, Tyrone Thompson, who's a more recent guy, but I've gone for... Again, another guy that's sort of done a couple of years, I think, in NZ schools, and that's Lemmy Uppiesai. Um He was out of Wellington College later, but was it Mana Colleges? Do you know? He went, he left yeah. another Polydor school and went to, done his final year at Wellington College, I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, Mana, I would say one of those two. Yeah, I something like that. But, right, yeah. um, again, when I was sort of um, still floating around sort of the, the rep scene, I remember they had, had a whole bunch of front rowers, schoolboys turn up. And um, I actually got to partner up with Lenny and he would have been only about 15, 16 at the time and we're doing one-on-one scrummaging and he was a yeah, pretty strong bugger for a, such a young kid. And um, yeah, again, 
looking back then and sort of sort of even feeling in that he could have pushed on for higher honours um, was good. And he's left school and I think he straight into lines, fresh out of school, um, NZ20s, uh, played Hurricanes and then been up at the Blues and then now over at the Sunwolves with Mutts. Um, but yeah, he was an absolute schoolboy star. So uh, let me up your side hooker. Um, at prop, a um, couple of guys. So John Schwalger, um, good mate of mine as well. Um, and Jeff Allen out of Wellington College, um, Johnny out of Bishop Viard. Um, but my tight head was a, another one that sort of uh, burst onto the scene and had quite a high highlights package was Alex Fidel out of Scots College um, and obviously at Ori's now. Um, bronze boot winner, I believe, as well. Um, so the bronze boot's awarded to the, the best secondary schools, New Zealand secondary schools player, I think, or is yeah, it out both, of the Aussie yeah. competition? Aussie competition uh, as well. No, no, so yeah, the best New Zealand schoolboy yeah. was voted by the Australian schoolboys. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah so uh, Alex Fidel was uh, was there, so I sort of had to put him in. Um, going on to locks, so um, the first lock I've actually gone for is Jeremy Thrush. Um, and the reason I've gone for him is that he's made New Zealand schools out of Hutt Valley High School, um, which, you know, you don't actually see that often now. So to get recognised um, on the national stage out of... Uh, uh, probably not uh, a smaller score, although Hutt Valley High, I think, when he was playing, were actually quite competitive back in those days. So, uh, but yeah, I've gone for Thrushy, obviously, out of Hutt Old Boys Marist um, in there. Um, and the other lock I've gone for is Isaiah Walker Lewitty. Um, so he was at Gisborne Boys um, and then obviously moved down here and, and played for Pornicky as well. So, and then Hurricanes and things like that. Um, yeah, so those two were my locks, but these other notable ones like Naitoa, Akoi. Uh, Louis Luamanu played for NCT schools. Um, so but I've gone for uh, yeah, Izzy and uh, Jeremy Thrush there. Um, blindside flanker, um, I've gone for Faifili Levave out of St. Pat's Town. And uh, Norse, again, a, a really, really nice guy and a good guy off the field, but um, was a schoolboy star coming out. And I remember playing five rugby against him as well when he was first out of school as an 18 year old. And he was as physical and, and tough back then. Um, number seven, pretty easy. I've gone for Adi Savia. Um, absolute beast at school. Um, another bronze boot winner, I believe. Um, so that was that was an easy one. Um, shout outs to guys like TJ Ioani and Josh Southall as well. Um, and number eight um, was a tough one. Tough one, but um, I've actually gone for... Um, it was a three-way out of... The first notable was Tupo. Um, so I know Toops was um, a bit of a schoolboy star out of Wellington College. I wouldn't like to say that to him now, but um, but he was hey. a schoolboy star back then. Yeah. Um, so done well. That's before he went to the league. Um, Thomas Waldrum. Um, he's just missed out on a couple of teams now, so it's unfortunate, Barney. Um, but again, he was another one that had a couple of years in in um, yeah the NZ schools team and um, similar age to him as well. And he was just one of those kids that was just always going far. Um, but the final one I've gone for is out of Scots College was uh, Victor Vito, um, who was a bronze bronze boot um, award winner as well. Um, so yeah, that's my forward pack. Thanks, huge. Um, gee, it's a hell of a list. Mm. I mean, um, you know, like you like you said, you've gone back as far as um, you know the early two thousands to mm. come up with a list, and it's amazing to think you know the, the talent that's come out of Wellington really mm. that have. Um, obviously gone on through the Hurricanes school systems and, you know, central regions and so forth, and then on to play yeah. for the New Zealand schools. And, you know, Lenny was a New Zealand footies captain. Um, yeah. You know, guys that have obviously leadership as well on top of the playing ability and, 
and everything. So he had a, a, a big role to play off the field as well for the teams that he was involved in. Um, but, mate, I mean, you know, for me, great, great to see a, a couple of ex-Scots boys in there, and Victor and yeah, Alex. Uh, so uh, thanks for um, for acknowledging those two. Um, yeah, I knew you awesome like that, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, awesome list. I mean, how how great would it be to see uh, that eight get together? Um, it's funny because I I, I knew um, this list was in safe hands with yourself, um, but one name that just sprang to mind just um, that I thought might have got a look in was uh, Nelson Aspasolomona. Um, obviously not playing. Yeah. Not playing uh, Union at the moment, but um, yeah. but yeah, but like Tupo came out of. Uh, Went into college, played number eight, and um, you know obviously they both went on to, you know, to 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 uh, to, to build some rugby league careers. So unfortunately, yeah. they've been able to all come back, but 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 uh, Nelson's doing some amazing things on the rival code. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a name I thought of, but then I obviously went for people that have actually played senior club rugby, so that sort of ruled him out of my list because mm. he was a yeah he was a freak at school. Again, someone else yeah. I I remember going to watch, and he was on TV quite a lot as well. Uh, but you never know, he might come back and play a bit of rugby back here. I know he's uh, cousins with Namir, so if he does ever decide to come back to uh, Wellington and play with Union, then we'll have to see if Namir can uh, have a word to him and get him get him down to put the saddle on. Probably another yeah. one you can name in that, that team of uh, all the NRL players you'd like to see at the village. You could easily put yeah. it in there. Yeah, I like the, the schoolboys kind of stars list because you always hear about them, bro, in the last couple of years at college. You start hearing this name pop up, pop up, mm. and then they get to rugby, and then that's when they kind of start making a, a club name for themselves. I remember one name that I used to hear all the time, maybe out of St. Pat's Town. You guys remember Joe Wright? Yep. Was that was that St. Pat's Town? Yep. Yeah, yep. his his name popped up all the time, bro. Like at it from from Town Boys, um, and then he well, he carved out a pretty good start in club club rugby, yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, I was going to name my backs a bit later, but you sort of jumped the gun there. So, uh, oh, cool. I yeah, just really. wanted, to, wanted to give an example there. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, the other thing is, like, when you mentioned mentioned uh, Reg Goods, goodies, goodies, goods, goodies. Yeah. Um, it's a little sad when when players have to uh, retire early due to due to injury or concussion. A eh? like starting happen more often now, but um, it must be tough on those players coming up, uh, playing the game that you love kind of get teased on, you know, making it, you get a taste of it, and then it's just all gone, bro. So maybe a quick shout-out to, to those guys who kind of have to leave the game early for, for the betterment of their health, which is fair enough. Um, mm. Be a shout-out to those guys. Nice. Thanks, uh, thanks Freddie. And uh, thanks, you for your list. Um, like I said earlier, out of the list, and how awesome would it be to, to, to see that eight? Um, you know, pack down in a scrum would be pretty formidable. Um, yeah, like I uh, like I said earlier, I uh, I had the task of uh, coming up with a, a multiple club fifteen, so guys who played for at least two clubs. So um, I actually enjoyed this uh, this task. So I've turned the clock back to um, to two thousand. Some of these guys might have played in the late nineties as well, but um, uh, guys who served um, at least two clubs um, well um, have have made this list. So in terms of my forward pack. Um, Justin Butter um, has uh, has been named again uh, this time in my squad at Lucy Prop, who uh, turned out for both uh, Upper Hutt and Wainu. So uh, shout out to JV. Um, his propping partner, I've actually got Henry Smith at tight head. Uh, so Henry played a lot uh, at Hooker. Out of Tony or oh. <laughs> yep. uh, out, of, out of Norths, won numerous Swindell Shields, Jubilee Cups, 
Um, and then obviously the last couple of years has um, is, is been able to turn up for the green and blacks over the hill. So shout out to Henry. Um, he, he gets uh, the nod at tight head for me. Um, and and a, a hooker um, who probably might have um, been named in hats, uh, Patlis 15, if a tackle was available today. I'm gone with Luca Gibb. Um, so Luca, um, an ex uh, St. Bernard's boy, um, he played for a number of clubs, uh, most notably uh, Huddle Boys Marist. Spent some time at uh, Pyramid of Plymouth and also Paul Neke from memory. Uh, so, and, um, and, yeah, and so, North. And North, yeah. And Wainui. So, and Wainui, uh, yeah. And Wainui, yeah. So, um, Unbelievable. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, gosh, um, a number of uh, club ties hanging in his closet, no doubt. So, uh, shout out to Luca, who, uh, who makes my board pack um, at the, at, uh, at the, in the number two jersey. Moving into the second row, um, my first lock is a guy who actually really enjoyed playing, or enjoyed watching play. Uh, not the tallest lock, but had plenty of mongrel about him. Um, and being of Anglo-Saxon uh, descent was uh, was really awesome to see that characteristic in in Jamie Wall, um, or James Wall, who played for Upper Hutt and Huddle Boys Marist. Just an absolute pest. Plenty of mongrel about him. Threw himself around the park and um, and 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 uh, enjoyed a bit of fisticuffs if uh, if that ever came to fruition. So James Wall gets my gets my nod at one of the locks. And his second row partner is a guy named Anthony Patek. I, I don't know if I've um, pronounced that name properly, but uh, Anthony um, uh, grew up and and uh, played Jable. That's where he made his premier debut, and, and I think made a had a season. Or two, maybe, but definitely had a season at MSP before going back to Davos. So, Anthony um, partners James Wall in the second row. Uh, moving to the loose forwards, um, three guys who served uh, both their clubs, or um, if they played for a third, really, really well. So, uh, guys who've played for club footy and gone on to play for, for, for the Lions as well. Um, so, Nalu Sofale uh, in the number six jersey was a West Rooster for a number of years, buying his uh, trade at the, at the cage. And more recently, the last uh, number of years, actually, Pornicke, uh, who, along with Greg Four, has been um, the heart and soul of that loose forward trio. I think Fiki uh, uh, might have played earlier rugby at Javel as well. Yeah, he might have played Javel as well. Yeah, so that might have been back in the Javel's glory days when they um, were a force to be reckoned with, sort of mm. late 90s, yeah. Um, Eva Mochusanga, uh, so he was a, a good mate who... Um, uh, spent a bit of time with before he uh, ended up as Aussie and is still there. So uh, Eva was Javel as well, and then also played a number of years at Portnick as well. So um, he, uh, yeah, he was he was an absolute star um, uh, when he uh, when he came out of school. And um, yeah, I mean, who knows what what would have happened if he um, if, if he had a bit of luck on his side, stay around in Wellington for a, a wee bit longer. Um, so Eva gets a number seven jersey and making up the loose forward trio was. Uh, or so um, another guy who played for Davil as well uh, more recently, but played a, a, most of his club footy out of Rory's um, in town out at the Polo Ground. So uh, uh, the big Tom and um, Rory gets uh, my nod at number eight. So that's my uh, my four pack of multiple club players. Um, yeah, nice. You would have you would have nice. uh, um, uh, locked horns with a number of these guys. Yep, no, I did. Uh, yeah, James Wolf, um, great name. He absolute pest on the field um, playing against them but I actually someone I got to play with for Wellington development um, and actually come quite close 
quite good mates with. Um, a real, really good guy, but yeah, on the field, absolute pest. Um, and a tough player though. Um, terrible diet, terrible diet. Like, um, we'll go down to, um, I think we went down to Marlborough, uh, sorry, one time to play down there and we're on the ferry and I'm pretty sure he had about um, a couple of rounds or a couple of helpings of fish and chips on the way down there and then a couple more on the way back and just and loved, loved the beer, um, which was probably why we got on so well together. Um, but yeah, absolute um, pest on the field, but um, a good man to be around off the field. And yeah, few uh, yeah, few good good names there, uh, mate. Luca Gibb, how many clubs? Um, amazing. <laughs> um, but then, in another name I was actually thinking of as well was um, Kane La Pepe, who um, was a Javel player. I think might have played at MSP as well originally, and then I think uh, a year at Ori's before he sort of shot up and um, done done some uh, bigger things. And now, obviously, with the Canes and Manu Samoa. Um, so yeah, that was probably another name I could think of. I was actually when you're naming them, I was trying to think of more names, uh, but it's actually quite tricky trying to trying to trying to mm. think. But yeah, good list, mate. Real good list. Nice. Sorry, boys. Uh, just technical difficulty there. Um, great list as well, is um, as you can well imagine. I've got a lot of empathy with guys that uh, need to play uh, more than one club. Um, share, share, share their knowledge and, and skill and experience around. Yeah, um, Christina didn't get a shout out. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for that. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I've got a name in mind, but I'm going to wait till you name your backs to see if you name them or not. Because um, sometimes people forget how many uh, clubs this dude played for. And I'm not sure whether you'd name him as a forward or a back either. So. I'll wait uh, to the conclusion of our Ooh. list to, to bring another this another name that comes another name that comes to mind was actually uh, Elia Fonuti as well mm. another good good club man Petoni Avalon and uh, Harold Boys as well yeah I've, I've got a lot of time for Elia um, yeah. as filthy as I am but he uh, he played for a number of years uh, over the bridge uh, at Harold Boys Maris uh, as an eagle he uh, started at Petoni and um, was fortunate enough to pick that a couple of scrums with Elia on the other on the other side it was uh, it was also the Avalon around and, but Great man, and he uh, he got on to uh, to to play a massive role in, in Hutt's uh, resurgence and, and their dominance. Um, you know, club footy for a number of years. So shout out to uh, Elia Fonti. Um, boys, we'll move into our, our back lines. Uh, so thanks for sharing your four picks there. Um, awesome list. Uh, but we'll move into our, our uh, back division, and we'll uh, we'll move back to fridge. So if you wanted to uh, to, to to send through your uh, your back line of your Hutt Valley All Stars from the last decade or so. Yeah, thank you, Ezra. Um, not as many um, names as I did for the Fords here. Uh, for some positions, I only got the, the one name because for me, um, they clearly kind of take that position. Um, and also, I'm, I'm quite limited on, on my uh, history of uh, Club All-Stars, probably to the last maybe 20 or so years as well. So starting with Halfback, um, I know there's a number of Halfbacks out there but also got to um, kind of put guys that I've, I've seen a lot of play a lot as well and um, maybe played with uh, from time to time. So number nine, fairly easy for me. Uh, apologies to all the haters out there, but uh, Nick Risden uh, will take the halfback spot. And uh, just be reminded, guys, I was given the Hutt Valley All-Stars um, to do. <laughs> um, so Nick Risden, uh, easily a uh, great halfback. One of the, I've said it before, one of the smartest 
to either do it. Probably should have made um, more, uh, should have, probably should have had more higher honours as well. Um, number 10, I had two in mind. Uh, Jonathan Bentley gets a special mention. Uh, we know he went on to do um, kind of good things and uh, head overseas. But uh, the guy who picks up uh, number 10 for me, club all-stars, John, Johnny uh, Monu out of uh, Wainui. Uh, bro, he's good, man. You know, I said it uh, in one of our other lists, but bro, he's been good since school. Um, he's a real league style of playing. He runs at the line. He's got skills. And he's had real good backs. You know, we all know that Wainui's had some um, some devastating back lines and he's he got to kind of unleash those back lines. So Johnny Monu gets the tick there. Um, I'll go into the midfield before naming the wings. Um, I want to mention, uh, he's probably the most recent player um, that's played lately, but bro, I've got to put Jared Adams in this all-star team, bro. Um, he's one of my favourite club players uh, to ever do it. He's a good kid. Uh, I just love the style of play, bro. Super aggressive, um, hard runner, and just a all-around good dude. Um, August Collins uh, got a special mention as well. Uh, August just had this unique kind of nuance of, of just knowing what to do and, and running the right lines, um, just running hard. Um, and that, that's kind of hard to come by. Um, but the guy who gets it for me, uh, and it's more than just his playing ability, it was his service to the club, uh, coming back from serious injury to play a lot more games than he did. Uh, help coach, still maybe coaches and, and helps out with uh, other teams was uh, Alexis Time uh, gets the number 12 spot um, shout out to Alex um, Centre was, was another tough one um, my special mention goes out to uh, Marv Karawana um, he's come back, played 100 games Lester Maolulu, one of the most talented centres to come out of um, Wines him recently. Hopefully, he can get injury free and play some good footy wherever he lands this year. Uh, Dan Pavihi, I uh, wanted to mention, is there. Uh, he played all over the back line and later on in the forwards. But uh, Tamano Martin gets my pick again after watching last night. Just a good dude, man. Um, quiet, uh, casual, but got the job done. Um, and then the right wing. This is a tough one, bro, because on my right wing, uh, one of my wings, I had Willie Moala and Sonic. After seeing Sonic last night, probably goes to Willie Moala. Uh, we'll get that starting spot with a special mention to Sonic. Uh, Joe Collins uh, was the only guy named that left wing. Um, serves at 100 games. One of the most devastating wingers to come, or backs to come out of uh, Petoni. To round out my fullback position, I'm going with uh, Mike uh, Kingsbury, who was just super safe, uh, super awesome, another eagle. Sorry, I had no upper heart guys there or, or Avalon. It was all Wainui Hutt and uh, Patani. Um, that rounds out my back line, boys. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, good, good, um, good back line. A um, few names I might have sort of considered as a notable mention was. JK as well was was obviously played mm. 100 games um, up there, but you can't go past Rizzo. Um, Rizzo's a legend. Um, and, yeah, uh, I think all around probably, yeah, some great names in there. I liked it. As you said, probably a bit of a mix between some of the club battlers lists as well that Hat could have named. And, um, 
and those Hutt Valley All-Stars. So, yeah, nice, mate. Good effort. Yeah, thanks, Chrissy. Um, yeah, hello, hello with this again. Uh, pretty pretty sharp backline that probably ticks a number of boxes. Um, so, yeah, look, um, uh, you know, Rizzy probably hands down, uh, you know, one of the best lines out of the hut for the last, you know, decade or two even. So, uh, awesome to see him get a mention. I, I know you've been sizzling Marvin Sausage for a number of uh, years, so awesome, <laughs> to get, um, awesome to see awesome to see Marv uh, get a mention both in the forward pack, both in the forward pack and the back. So, um, so clearly one of your favourites, which is awesome. Shout out to, uh, to Big Marv, the former Newcastle Knights front rower. Um, uh, and, and, and also, you know, Lester, uh, Alexis, um, again, some uh, some great names. So, um, yeah, hell of, hell of a background, Rich. Thanks for, for, uh, for throwing the great against the number of Eagles in it, Kingsbury, Brisbane, Timmy. Um, you know, obviously, you've got shares in the Bellevue, so good to acknowledge. <laughs> uh, Mate, this is deplorable. The road, so, uh, awesome. Thanks, uh, thanks Freddy. Uh, it's a pretty impressive uh, backline you've uh, just uh, just reeled off there and just goes to show the amount of talent that's uh, been out come from the hut, really. So nice that we can uh, uh, acknowledge, um, you know, that, that uh, those players that have um, left an indelible mark uh, on club rugby yeah. that have uh, surfaced out of the hut rally. So um, thanks for that. Uh, I guess we'll move on to to you, uh, for your backline, Huge. Um, uh, obviously, by way of uh, schoolboy stars, um, benefit the uh, the club uh, club uh, rugby circuit humming. Nice, nice. Yep. Uh, so leaning into it. Uh, so halfback uh, had a few candidates here. Uh, Kimara Hoiti Parapara was one. Carlos Price, who is actually at St Kent's, and then come down Patoni. But my halfback was pretty hard to go past, and that was TJ Pedernada. Um yeah, player who I know played for North Prems while he was still at school at, some, at one stage, I believe. And and I know he was a very, very early on in his career playing for the Lions, whether he was still at school or, or definitely the first year out of school. So, um, yeah, someone that stayed loyal to uh, Mana College, where I know there was quite a lot of interest in going to some of those other bigger schools. Um, but it's quite good to see that he uh, stuck it out there. So, yeah, TJ uh, was a pretty obvious choice on that one. Uh, number 10, uh, yeah, this was pretty hard. Um, there's quite a few top candidates that actually um, came to Wellington and played some club rugby here. They were schoolboy stars and are still stars today. Um, so honourable mentions go out to uh, people like TJ Vaughan and Jackson Garden-Basher, both from Scots College. Uh, Jimmy Gopith was New Plymouth Boys and he uh, came down, had a couple of years at Patoni before he uh, moved over to Old Boys University. Um, you got uh, someone like uh, Aidan Morgan and Ruben Love. Um, I haven't included them because I yet to play any club rugby officially yet, um, but they are a couple of names I want to throw in there because I'm expecting pretty big things out of them in the future. Um, and the, the two, actually, I find, uh, my final say um, was a close one. Um, they are Dan Kirkpatrick, who, as we all know, is a, a good Patoni boy who came out of Napier Boys, um, a, a star coming through school and obviously under-20s as well. Um, and the other one with also Patoni links was uh, Lima Sopoanga, who was uh, Patoni junior and, um, yeah, unfortunately went off to OBU post-school. Post um, so out of those two, which were pretty close, because uh, both of them really top stars at school. But I've given, uh, well, I'd love to give Dan the edge, being a good villager, I've uh, gone for Lima at this stage just because he was just an outstanding sort of player in, in his, during his school times as well and obviously gone on to bigger, brighter things as well. So uh, Lima gets a nod there. Uh, midfield, again, quite a quite a uh, busy 
sort of bunch of people. Um, so you've got the Umanga Jensen boys from Scots College um, who made big marks as well. Uh, people like, um, I mean, Robbie Fruin um, was absolutely dynamic. Uh, the Proctor brothers, Charlie Natai, Opipelisuma. Um, so Charlie from Gisborne and Opi from Silverstream, um, who are really good. Michael Hobbs from Wellington College as well. Um, but the guys I've gone for are, are guys which are uh, really given a lot of service to the club, um, to the club scene, um, and we're schoolboy stars. So the number 12 I've given to Seminar Manu, who was out of Wellington College, um, played for Old Boys University, over 100 games for Old Boys University. Um, a good guy, great guy off the field. Um, and if Hack was on here, he wasn't on his suspension, he probably would have attested to the fact that he was um, at school, was just basically a god to some of those uh, Wellington College boys there. I remember there's a few games there that you go there and he had his own chance and everything in the school would absolutely just, yeah, just just sort of, I'm trying to find the word, but yeah, yeah they he loved he him. Heck doesn't need a, a second invitation to kind of talk up Dubsy <laughs> either, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Sim, I think Sim and I may have even played first 15 when he was, might have been in third form or fourth form. He was uh, one of those kids that just was in there on, from a very early age. Um, and my centre was another uh, good club man, and that's Willie Lafaeli. Uh, originally out of Hastings boys, uh, but then done his uh, last year or so at Mana College. Um, we've spoken about him in previous uh, teams that we've picked, and just the hardest hitting defender I've, I've seen. Um, you always had to keep an eye out for him whenever you're running against Tawa because you knew the big shot was coming. Um, silky skills, could cut through a back line, um, and someone that probably should have gone a lot lot further in his rugby. Um, but unfortunately, for one reason or another, didn't really quite make it. But, um, yeah, and the story I'd say is that he was uh, in my Wellington under-19s. We had Ma'a Nonu in our midfield um, for our under-19s, and Willie Lafelli was actually the same year as us. But he was so rated, um, even above Ma'a back then, that he went straight to Wellington Colts and um, and for a couple of years there, he was, um, Ma'a was sort of in Willie Lafayette's shadow. So, but then obviously things have changed and Ma'a's sort of leapfrogged him um, somewhat. But yeah, Willie Lafayette's, um yeah, a very dangerous uh, prospect there. Um, my wingers I've gone for. Um, so yeah, a couple of notable names. So you've got the likes of uh, sort of Malo Tuitame out of Scots, uh, Lossie, um, obviously out of Silverstream and come to Tony and but now at Norths, um, guys like that. Um, but what I've gone for is on the left wing, again, pretty hard to go past because you see all the videos of him just cutting through some back lines, and that's Julian Savia out of Rongatai College. Um, and the other wing I've gone for, uh, Joe Wright, who was out of uh, St. Pat's Town, um, just a pocket rocket, uh, hard runner, hard defender, played in the midfield as well quite a bit. Um, but he was just a guy that was a schoolboy star and made quite a lot of under six, New Zealand under 16s and, and secondary schools teams. So those are my two wingers there. And then fullback, um, probably one position I actually struggled to actually think of a few names. Um, I was thinking about moving some of these uh, some of these wingers to fullback or midfielder to fullback, but I've stuck to specialist positions and I've decided I've uh, got one of the boys in Sammy McNichol, um, one of our... I know one of our panel's favourites, um, out of Napier boys, uh, good good uh, Patoni boy as well now, Villager, um, now off the Chiefs, and it's great to see him back uh, out on that field, and 
uh, doing his work. So he's yeah, had a few injuries, but he's back now. I'm, I'm hoping, and I'm sure everyone else on this panel is hoping for the best for Sammy because, as I said, he's a, he's a great man and um, and a great player too. So, yeah, that's my backline, boys. I'd love, love to hear your feedback. Yeah, I guess for me, uh, huge. Um, there's some of those names that you mentioned there. I'm not sure if I said this earlier or not, but um, like Simon Armanu, um, Joe Wright. Uh, I, I remember hearing these names back in school, man. That's, that's how long you've been hearing them. And uh, to see them come out of school, see what club they played for, what kind of damage they've done in, in the career um, they kind of carved out in club footy and, and rep footy. It was good to hear that that kind of reputation um, kind of come through for them. So it's real nice to hear. Um, Schoolboy feedback. Nah, that's good. Um, Sam McNichol, bro, how good? Like, uh, I interviewed him uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's up at the Chiefs now. Uh, he was really in love with the club too. So um, it was, it was good to chat with him and catch up with him. So, yeah, not a bad backline there, huge, nice. Good, mate. Here's how you're looking. Thanks, guys. Uh, sorry, my uh, my uh, internet connection is uh, having a couple of issues, but while I'm uh, while I'm here and I've got you, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you my backline. Uh, but, yeah, no, mad, mad backline there, huge. Uh, thanks for uh, uh, digging that group out. It'd be pretty awesome to see them uh, together. Um, so for me, I uh, I went with uh, Peter Sheshia, Sheshia, Shasha, Shasha at uh, at nine. Uh, started at Avalon, finished at MSP. Um, not 100% sure how the surname is spelled, but I am 100% sure that he uh, was definitely my pick at nine. Um, served both clubs really well, and MSP was um, just an absolute menace and and gave Fatsuni Fidia, I guess, the platform to be able to bedazzle mm-hmm. everyone and show us a skill set. So. Uh, Peter at nine, and obviously Fatsuno at ten, um, and that's by way of having that season at Ori's that he had, where he uh, he was so close to um, to taking him into a premiership. Um, but uh, outside that uh, year at Ori's, he obviously served MSP for so many years. Um, I think I might be correct in, in saying a double centurion um, at MSP. Uh, huge might be able to confirm, but um, yeah, mate, if yep. he Abs- yeah, so, yeah, absolutely, yeah, so. Um, an absolute legend of the game, and and um, you know, by way of that season at Aurors, um, he was chewing for my uh, my my, my uh, number ten. Uh, terms of wingers, um, I've gone for Nash Pisovale out of Wainui uh, originally, but uh, now Huddleball's Maris. So uh, Nash is on the left wing, and on the other wing, another guy who um, played probably twenty seasons of Premier Rugby um, and answered the call at senior one level if he had to. Fiatu Lafaele, who played for Norse and Pornetke, potentially Tawa, uh, although I, I may stand to be corrected there, but definitely Norse and Pornetke were two teams he um, played a straight for for so many seasons. Uh, in the midfield, uh, the number 12 jersey, I've gone for Jeff Makapelu, who um, played for Johnsonville, Norse, Tawa, Parramatta, Plimerton, um, a guy who was uh, a, a handful of midfield or on the wing, wherever he played, but um, again, a guy who played for multiple clubs, but obviously whichever jersey he ran out in, uh, he gave them really, really good service. Uh, Fridge will be happy with my selection at 13. Uh, a good uh, friend of his. Um, another former Eagle, uh, but a former academic, and also a former Wolf, uh, or Wolf. Uh, so, Dan Hammer Pavihi. Oh, um, Shaky Bank Pavihi. AKA, nice. <laughs> AKA, AKA Smeagol, the Eagle. Um, 
So an, an absolute pest for our fraternity team, um, whichever club he ran out for. But uh, obviously um, finished his career out at Hutt and has done some awesome things. Um, he's obviously held a, a couple of different roles within the club. Um, served the Barbarians really, really well once his uh, days at Premier level were, were over. So um, just an awesome guy you could call on to um, to still be an inspiration around a lot of young guys at the club, but also a lot of, a lot of battlers and, and just a lot of talent around the club that may not necessarily have been able to train um, uh, fully during the week. So, you know, would run out for their Barbarians team. So, uh, you know, again, it's the heart and soul of the, uh, the Eagles club down at the Hutt Rec. Uh, at the back, couldn't go past James Sotoyalo. Um, Guy who uh, played a lot of really, really good footy with Tawa. Definitely won a Jubilee with him. Might have won a second one. I, I just can't recall if he was there in 13 and 16. Um, but obviously played for Norse as well. Served them for many years and and finished out of the Axman from memory. Um, so, yeah, so that's my that's my backline. Um, guys have, um, some guys have played for a couple of couple of clubs and others have um, gone on to play for three, four, even five. So that's my backline there, boys. Um uh, yeah, uh, again, you, you would have uh, played a number of these guys in your uh, your career. Yeah, a lot of those boys, yeah, pretty tough to play against for sure. Um, someone like Pete, Pete, who, again, is a great man off the field, um, enjoys the Lion Brown, which, uh, you know, makes me appreciate him even more. But he he's just absolute, um, like, just a great guy to have on, on, on the park. I think I selected, might have selected him in my team of, of the 20s for the club. Um, as well, but yeah, rate him quite highly. Tons obviously speaks for himself. Yeah, Jess played for quite a few <laughs> different teams, but um, again, great guy off the field. Um, and yeah, ran hard, tackled hard, pretty tough to come against. And yeah, all of those guys, great names. I mean, James, yeah, Soyalo means someone that you wouldn't like to give a penalty against because he can knock them over from anywhere. So, now nah, mate, some some great selections in there, and yeah, I think it's a, a top side. Another one, obviously, another mention would be the Sam Rish as well. Sammy uh, has played for quite a few clubs as well. Um, I think four, Wes, Pornicke, Maris and Petoni. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, Sammy Rash, our, our good friend Sammy. So, he'll, he'll be another name I'd uh, throw in there, but obviously you got Fatonu, so pretty hard to go past him as well. So, no, no, good stuff, is he? Yeah, uh, I enjoyed um, you having uh, James Soviallo in, in that team. He's a freak, bro. Biggest boot out here. Um, you know, there's not many players that can individually influence a, a team in a result, but I reckon he's, he's definitely one of them, bro. Not just the boot, but the way you can drive a game uh, and, and move a team around the field. Uh, and as you mentioned, bro, Dan uh, Pavihi, bro, he's, he's a good dude, man. Like, um, a lot of people get offside of him, but I guess he's one of those guys you really got to get close to or get to know um, until he, he kind of... Um, uh, rubs off on you a bit like uh, he's a good dude does heaps around their club as well um, awesome to play with uh, bastard to play against um, but yeah he's multiple club player so he's in that bracket I guess <laughs> nice nice yeah I guess I guess before you know we come into the back end of our chat and before we uh, you know uh, wrap things up um, I know uh, you mentioned Willie Lafayette and I've got a lot of time for Willie. He, um, I, I, I absolutely resonate, agree with everything you said about Willie. Uh, I've been fortunate to do a bit of work with Willie Lafayette and Dan Ferrani uh, last couple of years. We were ones in Samoans, and we we speak about um, you know these guys who were just uh, absolute trailblazers for their respective clubs. And Tony and Tawa um, went on to play a lot of rip footy and, and play some footy overseas. Um, 
but you know, the ones that Samuel set up, we've got a lot of young guys who um, come into the team and, and they're now being coached by Dan and Willie and won't necessarily have, have uh, understood the impact that they both had um, on their teams back in the day and also the level that they played to. I mean, you know, if you think of teams these days, a lot of young guys um, are, are guilty of, um, you know, well, I'm not going to be able to make training tonight because of this on or I won't be able to get there because, you know, and so forth. And, and um, I, I, I actually think that if had they known um, that the, the messages and the, key, the coaching and the, the, the learnings that Dan and Willie are giving um, are based on not only what they know, but what they've done, uh, I think that might just change the mindset of a lot of young guys um, that, would, that would probably have just a little bit more respect for some guys who um, have actually been down that road and travelled and, and, and been to the dark places that sometimes a lot of young guys might not necessarily know just yet. So uh, Willie gets a, um, a lot of respect from me for what he's done. And like you said, um, had it been for uh, a few other things he tweaked off the field, he might have gone a bit further than what he did. Yeah, um, I'll jump in. Sorry, you uh, real quick. Um, it reminded me of a, a convo we had last night, boys. Uh, we were watching this old game, this old Villagers game against West, and it was just awesome to see because all those guys that were watching, they're either like coaching now or involved, or some some of them are still involved with rugby, but players today wouldn't have seen what um, they had done back in the day. They only heard about a reputation or what they were like back in the day. And, um, you know, once we, we post up all these videos, these players today will get to see what their coaches, their trainers, their managers done um, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And then even on top of that, I want to mention Hack's video as well, um, how it showcased pure history, bro. Like, I wasn't... A few months ago, I, I wasn't a big fan of um, talking about our history a lot. But when you put it up in pictures, bro, it's, it's a real tangible evidence that, that we do come from a long line of, of other players. And, um, mate, why wouldn't you play with absolute reckless gay abandon when, when you see that kind of um, history and, and that lineage of uh, villages? Yeah. Huge. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, yeah, mate, it's, yeah, it's the same. Um, and I think, um, yeah, another name I was sort of thinking about now was uh, Siosiana Mani for my team. Um, again, someone I've missed out, unfortunately, um, but a great player, um, a schoolboy star straight off the bat. But then also, again, I keep saying, but um, a really, really nice guy and genuine guy off the field as well um, and, and gave a lot of service to Norse as well and potentially might have played a bit of uh, NPC for one or two as well. But, um, yeah, uh, someone like him I, I missed out, but I, I uh, would be amiss if I didn't mention um, so good guys, but yeah, um, I mean, it's great to see some of the stuff that we're doing um, and what we're happening. Um, is this wrapping up now? Or are, we, are you going to get into the wrap up soon? Or is this a bit of a, a summary? Yeah, we're we're coming to uh, we're coming to to, 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 the, to the back end of our uh, our episode six. Um, but look, you guys have hit the nail on the head. I mean, nice of you to mention Aussie as well. A lot of time for Aussie is doing some awesome things now. But like you're saying, um, you know, when, when he was playing, he was uh, pretty devastating in midfield or on the wing, uh, wherever he had to uh, mm. play. But, you know, he came through with the likes of Joe Wright, um, you know, and, and played a lot of footy with the younger bro, Dwayne, um, Mark Reddish and Trushy and um, and the likes. So uh, some really, really good. And also Mindy Korda as well, who, um, mm. uh, you know, was, was someone that could have featured in your backline as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. But look, some 
some really, really uh, good, robust conversations today, guys. Really enjoyed uh, the lineups that we've been able to throw out there. And, and just, you know, I guess uh, in a whole huge, you touched on it, and Fridgey, you've been doing a mountain of work, um, you know, the last five, six weeks to, you know, have this platform for uh, for our club, you know, it's obviously to uh, keep everyone engaged. Um, so, so it's beautiful that, you know, you've been able to interview some of our current players. Um, you know, we think about the future of the game and, and the likes of Millie, who was... Uh, um, you know, interviewed a, a mm. few weeks ago, and, and the, the subtle girls, the Wheeler girls, um, you know, our current players, the likes of Jared, you know, Adams, who we've watched grow over the years. You know, he's come from a guy who struggled to make the, you know, the, the 15. He was he was uh, that reserve outside back that you could bring on for the last 15, 20 minutes to really bring the, you know, bring some impact and um, you know, bring some zest. Uh, but now he's our, you know, he's our he's our, he's our club captain uh, in terms of the. Premier team captain. He's an absolute first choice pick in, in the number twelve jersey, and is um, yeah. So uh, so you know we 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 uh, you know we shout out to those guys, but we're able to obviously reach out and some of the legends of um, you know trailblaze for Patoni back in the day who've gone on to national you know um, you know national honours and 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 you know absolute pillars around the world. You know Tana and Bloss and Mazer and Pal. So uh, so awesome that we can we've got this platform to you know be able to share our thoughts and ideas and, and concepts and so forth. Because had it not been for that, you know, I, um, you know, would be, um, you know, be, 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 be you know, be sitting at home and, and feeling pretty lackadaisical and, and lethargic, you know, at best. So, uh, yeah, no, thanks again, guys. But we'll, I guess we'll uh, probably chance to, to wrap things up and look forward to what you just got next week. But any parting words, boys, before we uh, sign off? We'll start um, with no, or you, yep. yeah. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. Just, oh, come on, mate. Like, who's going first? <laughs> <laughs> mate, you, you go, mate. You, you go. Okay. You jumped on there. But, um, yeah, thanks, Ez, mate. Really enjoyed this one. Um, going over all these names and um, players. Uh, it's always cool when we, when we talk about um, like players that haven't necessarily kicked on to, to professional footy as well. Because um, these are the guys that kind of um, lay the foundations for club footy and kind of keep teams together and, and things like that. Um, and I was doing some digging back. Uh, just a, a quick shout-out on uh, to our, our listeners and stuff uh, to watch this space. We've got uh, a lot more content and, and things coming in um, with uh, some interviews from old-timers, um, some pre-round previews on a Thursday night uh, featuring Kane Green with some uh, possible odds uh, for Super Rugby or... Uh, some horses for you, um, and uh, some after-match interviews um, with the Premier Captains as well, so keep an eye on that. Um, I, I had a check through our Spotify earlier on today, and um, we're up to almost, I think it's 54 interviews that we've done total, uh, so that's a, a hell of a lot of uh, work uh, that our whole group's done um, to get through that, so that's awesome. Uh, and then again, looking, looking back on our saddle chats, we've had an absolute plethora of, of names come through and uh, discussions and different talking points that um, it has been pretty entertaining. I know my knowledge isn't as uh, vast as, as your boys, but it's definitely been enjoyable. So really looking forward to seeing what Huge puts together for an agenda next week uh, and seeing what kind of format or, or uh, discussion we can put together. But uh, yeah, everyone out there, stay well, and hopefully be back at footy ASAP. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, for, for me, um, 
Yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, got a few ideas for next week's uh, settle chat. Um, you were talking about we might have a look at changing things up a bit, but we'll see how we go. But really enjoyed this one, is. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, as Fridgey alluded to, it's uh, great to hear some of these names get called out there, especially the ones that have given a lot of service to clubs um, over the years. It's uh, good to put the spotlight on them every now and again because um, we tend to forget about them and worry about those sort of high profile guys. So it's great to talk about this. And I guess a platform like this and the great work that um, everyone doing with the social media is, uh, yeah, giving us an opportunity to do that. So really enjoying that, really enjoying the teams. And yeah, be interested to see what we do next week. But um, as uh, Fridgey said, um, hopefully we get the good news and it's all go to get back together because um, I'm really yearning for some uh, for some rugby to start up, some club rugby to start up. So um, bring it on and hopefully uh, Auntie Jacinda gives us the good news on Monday. Yeah, sorry, uh, just quickly as well. Um, be good to have Hack back next week after paying his, his one-week suspension. Hopefully he comes with some better chat and... Um, some uh, real, real mahi uh, behind his uh, selections and discussions. So it'd be good to have him back as well. Thanks, Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll wrap things up, but I, I guess I just wanted to uh, again touch on on uh, the fact that we were about hack today. So I want to thank you guys for helping carry the load today. Um, you know, obviously uh, hack's been slipping uh, the last few weeks, so this you know this was one game suspension for him will be uh, will, will you know be be massive for him. Um, you know, his form as of late has been really detrimental to uh, our product and what we've been trying to get out there. So, you know, hopefully a bit of time for him to, you know, seek some solace and uh, and just deal with some of the idiosyncrasies that have sort of popped up in his game. Um, so, so, you know, ideally, you know, uh, uh, some time up the line, um, you know, we can really sort of strip back and really try and find himself and, and what he can actually bring to the table. So we look forward to having him back on board. I know you will have a fantastic program, but you know, thanks again to you two for, um, you know, a, a man down today, uh, very late notice. So we, uh, we really had to, to step uh, up in our game. So um, well done to you guys. But thanks again for today. It was really fun. Awesome to hear your thoughts and, you know, um, and, 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 and your creations on your respective uh, 15s. Um, you know, we, we might park this up for a, a wee while and maybe later on down, we might find some other little, um, you know, uh, nuances that we could do to, you know, come up with some different 15s as well. Um, but hey, look! Uh, thanks again for uh, for today, Fridge. You know, keep up all the awesome work that you're doing with the you know the interviews. Cheers, um, brother. Uh, yeah, no, awesome. The, the stuff that you've been doing, I know you've been cropping considerably. Um, you know, in terms of what we've the platform that we're playing going forward. You know, we'll be able to get into our little studio at the club, and um, um, so hopefully we can manage that cropping and bring it to a minimum, and um, and, and just sort of really, you know, really. Uh, uh, hone the, the, the you know product that we've got and um oh, we're a bit and, and just keep putting yeah yeah just keep putting stuff out there but um you know again just enjoying the plethora of work that you've been busting out and uh look forward to, to catching up again um you know soon so um our thoughts go out to hack um we look forward to getting you back on board um but again uh before we wrap things up thanks again to uh fridge for for everything you're doing and huge again uh regards to stace and the and the kids and uh mum and dad and uh, we look forward to catching up down at the village cheers boys awesome, Thanks,